Hey, this is Afia Letham, creator of the Frame Your Day app, helping you walk out every day in victory. I'm proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleash, going beyond borders. Hi, this is Zakia Ringgold from NaturalSoapByZakia.com, proud sponsors of the Ramsey Unleashed, Going Beyond Borders podcast. Uh, and welcome to another edition to Ramsey Unleashed, Going Beyond Borders. Uh, I'm basically, it's good to utilize this time while lockdown as next week might start to get busy again for me due to the fact they might be relaxing some uh, lockdown rules, which should be good for me. But as I say, I hope wherever you are in the world that things will start to improve uh, soon and you'll start to get back to normal when the economy hopefully needs a, certainly a good push to get back to normal as well. But uh, welcome to the show. I'm interviewing I get a previous guest on my show, uh, which I've interviewed just the best part of a year ago. Um well, the first interview was uh, just to give you a brief update, but you uh, you can always go back onto the Ramsey Unleashed podcast list and find uh, my guest, who is Paul Posey. He's an author. We talked about his time in the army. He talked about his time um, writing books, why he wrote books, uh, how it started, uh, suffering from PTSD and how to cope with that. But he has in that time period, he's set up, um, he's set up his own photography business. He's done a show called Negative to Positive, but we'll discuss all about that as well. So mm-hmm. he's done a lot. He's not just sat and told his thumbs since we last chatted, which has been good. He's, he's way, you he's way. Did you see me my thumbs? <laughs> I, I must have seen it. Uh, seriously? <laughs> well, he wasn't doing things. But no, um, he was like me, what, waiting for our hair to grow back, but it wasn't going to happen. So, um, but... <laughs> But anyway, um, I just want to welcome back to the Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders podcast, uh, Paul Posey, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, because he's down there because it's warmer. Um, So, uh, (laughs) right, right, exactly. So, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? You had a good day so far? Yes, you know, uh, lockdown is it's not what it's not the same thing as lockdown. You know, when you have a creative mind, you still have time to add things to your repertoire, to your resume of life. And that's what I've been doing uh, since uh, I think it's like March. I've increased uh, my time and my craft uh, being a, a better photographer and uh, look at some marketing things with my books because I have a, a my 13th book is out. So this, for those who don't know who you are, give us a brief uh, introduction to uh, just a, about a little bit of a mini bio of what, your time in the Army, just for a catch-up, brief summary of the catch-up from the previous podcast. Okay, so uh, Paul Posey, born in Gary, Indiana, that's in the Midwest, uh, retired from the military, Marine Corps, United States Marine Corps, in 2009, and I moved around for a couple of years, uh, a couple of federal jobs. And then I started um, looking into myself. And back in 2016, I started getting some uh, help for my PTSD, which I didn't know I had. I thought it was something wrong, but I didn't know I had, and I hadn't been uh, treated for it. And then uh, I started writing books. I wrote 12 books in eight months. And I just been getting better at life ever since. How's that? That's good enough. That's good. Uh, tell us a bit about the books that you started writing and why you wrote, started writing books. 
Okay. I started writing books. Uh, my therapist asked me, um, could I, as a part of um, treatment, could I write a book? And um, I said, yeah, I think I can. And she says, when you come back next week, I want you to have uh, three titles and a day you're going to stop working. I was working at the Veterans Affairs uh, in Atlanta. So when I came back next week, I had half the first book written in a week. And then I set a goal for myself to write two books by December. And this was in 2016. I had written five books by December uh, because I, I suffered from insomnia as well as uh, PTSD. And that's a side effect, anxiety and depression. All those things were going on at the same time. And it was much easier for me to be up in the middle of the night trying to do something. And that's what I did. So I wrote uh, for the next eight months, I wrote 12 books. And uh, that really helped me. And uh, and I had some things to say, but I didn't write about the military. My books were about uh, families, uh, family dysfunction, uh, bringing dads back into the home, understanding what father, fatherhood is, uh, family unity. Those are things I focused on. And I had a lot to say. I didn't know I had a lot to say, but I just kept plowing at it and plowing at it. And I told my story. And then I told uh, about how to fill those deficits in your life because some people weren't there. Like my first book is called I Am My Own Dad. And I talk about, you know, if you can't uh, have a dad, be the dad you ever want. So if they're missing, you're just going to have to be that person because you're going to have kids and your kids deserve to have a dad, especially if you can say, I have children and they know you're alive, then you're going to have to step it up. Cool, that's good to know. So, uh, we're interviewing uh, Paul Posey. Interviewed, interviewed him in the past, uh, just to say uh, we're going to do our usual kind of, uh, shout outs to the supporters and sponsors of the show. Also, have a couple of tunes. I think during this time, it's good to have a couple of songs that would re- relate to the current times. One of the tunes I'm going to be playing is Benita Charles's Let We Can Make a Difference. I think we can make a difference in this time uh, for everybody. And um, we are going to touch on a topic a little bit about mental health, especially with people being locked down because people mm-hmm. will have a struggle with that, especially not being able to do too much. Uh, we're also going to play um, a song I've played in a while. It's Roland Corrigan. It's a hot summer cool since they are coming up to the summer and the weather's getting better. So hopefully we'll be able to let out our cage soon. Uh, we'll be able to enjoy the weather. At the moment, it's not looking too promising, but hopefully it is light at the end of the tunnel uh, in this process. But uh, we are, so we'll, we'll dive into, uh, let's talk about your, you started photography. And what got you, I mean, what made you, what gave you that sort of bug to start photography during, I think we might have touched on the previous show, I can't remember, but uh, but let's just refresh and what got you started doing photography. Absolutely. Uh, what I didn't know was a lot of veterans with PTSD become photographers. I did not know that. I found that out a year and a half in the game. Um, so in therapy, I was given the room in my head to do more of what I wanted to do for me and the time. So I was able to go back because I always wanted to be a photographer when I, from high school to now. And I just didn't do it. I didn't do it. And back in 2013, I bought a camera, but I still wasn't doing anything with it. So around 2017, I really laid into utilizing my camera and uh, I bought more gear I spend time almost every night. If I can't sleep, I'll get up and I'll shoot pictures uh, to practice to being uh, 
a professional headshot photographer. So um, I just did something positive with the time. And if you have, if you can't sleep, build something, not just watch TV. You know, my TV is rarely on in my house. Uh, if I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch a movie. But other than that, I'm going to train myself to do something to help me to be greater than what I was the day before. And photography has an instant gratification to it. You know, you, you shoot that picture, you can tell whether it's a good shot or not. I'll shoot the birds outside. Uh, I, I put a feeder out just so I can see the birds and take pictures of the birds. So I'm creating my own uh, atmosphere to be a better photographer and it does help me to settle. I want to that my mom keep. Yeah, and mother's trying to you. She's seen you live and say, "Yeah, is that what it is?" And everything I can just to uh, better myself as a photographer on a professional level. So, well, okay, first of all, again, again, Paul Posey's mother uh, <laughs> on, on the podcast as well as an added bonus. But uh, but yeah, that's, well, I've been I've been noticing well my. Um, my girlfriend, she does photography, and she's quite um, keen to. She's quite well. She's quite perfectionist in it. She likes to. She's not been not a professional, but as just like self-taught, like yourself, and you keep mm-hmm. taking photographs and angles. And it's a good, a good experience, even with your your phone. You take photographs and you start to see stuff, and it's quite interesting. And some of the stuff, the nice pictures you can take. Uh, if you find, even if it's especially with the summer, that you get nice. Pl- I mean, you, you, Pooch are getting old when you start taking pictures of plants uh, and flowers, basically. Okay. So, Bees, spider, yeah, exactly. So, but you can see some nice views in the, the greenery, but it's always quite nice to you start taking things just for something to do. But so, when you start seeing the quality of what you're doing, it comes out really nice. So, it's a good a good tool to have. But, um, but what, what, but tell us a bit, well, take a small break. We're just for you're going to shout out to the people who support the show. Um, Excuse me, is Frame Your Day app by Ifia Lethem, natural soap by Zakia by uh, Zakia Ringo, she's in Philadelphia. Ifia Lethem is in Canada, Toronto. Uh, we've got Benita Charles from Benita Charles Music, so it's benitacharles.com. Uh, she does a lot of sing- 60 second singing tips on the show, but due to the current situation, she's working flat out at the moment in her, her full time job. And uh, basically, she's just waiting for things to relax and she can get back to her creative juices again and singing in, in places and new songs and music. So it's always good to support these these people. I've got the Guy Cook from the Guy Cook Report podcast. I've got Eileen Smith, who does a lot of testing of platforms, video, podcast equipment. Uh, she's got a YouTube channel. It's I-L-E-A-N-E uh, Smith on YouTube. Or you can go check out our website. We've got Shannon Griffin from For Humanity. She does T-shirt printing and design. She also does... Um, but she's a cancer survivor as well, so she's always creating, and, and she's part of also a new project and partners that I am on as well, which will be doublemintradio.com, which will be a new platform for the Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders podcast, and we'll talk about that later in the show a little bit. Uh, but as I say, and Brentman, brentmanmusic.com, down in Tampa, Florida, great guy, uh, always supporting, and if you brentmanmusic.com, check out his website for music, and uh, if you want to uh, buy his music and support him that'd be great but uh, as I say myself Edinburgh Dusters if you're looking for cleaning in Edinburgh give us a shout happy to help you out but anyway that's a shout out to the people who support we are going to have music again later on the show but we'll get back to my guest Paul Posey and to everyone who's watching around the world also on Periscope we're on Facebook we are using StreamYard 
the platform. So this is mainly for the you know, taking the audio for the podcast, as I say, you'll hear music later on in the show. But let's pause. So take about, uh, tell us about your, um, you, you wrote another book since the last time you spoke. What's that book about? Sure. Hold it up. Yeah, go, go for it. There you go. Uh, let's see if we can get that in there. 75% man. The- 75% man. Okay. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if the last time we spoke, my book went number one, my, my relationship book. Um, it's around here somewhere. Uh, Be Undumpable. It went number one on Amazon. Wow. And it was a relationship book. It spoke about being your, preparing yourself for a relationship. And while I was talking to women, I kept hearing complaints about us as men. And they would say we were broken. So I investigated in this idea of whether men were broken or not. We're actually underdeveloped, not broken. Uh, my understanding is you have to be whole in order to be broken. And we were never made whole. And that's what the book tells you. You know, there's things about us as men, uh, that things that happen to us and how we're raised that kind of stifles our ability to be the best man we can be. Because if you're absent a father or no one's modeling for you uh, about what a real man is, that's subjective to many people. But uh, to be a father and a leader within a home, uh, if it's not seen, you have to learn. And it takes you longer to learn that as you progress in your family and you're not whole as you lead your family. So that's where the 75% man comes to play. And and I think some men need to take the time out, discover who they are, and redefine who they are for their family and their loved ones, especially when they have a wife. Because she's she's dealing with him with his inadequate ways sometimes and his pride and his shame and his anger. And none of that has to do with her. So if we were men, uh, would take the time out to get some help, whether it's confronting your past, whether it's getting mental health help, uh, you need to go ahead and do some self care and make it better for your whole family. Cool. Uh, we'll take a small break and we'll just um, we're going to play some music for those who are listening to the audio part, part of the podcast that will play. So do I get to sing? Do I get Sorry, to sing time on the show? Do you want to you you sing? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I didn't think you could sing. Did you last no, time? no, no. It seemed like I could do everything, but I can't sing. No, no, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we are going to talk about um, the amazing hair products that Paul uses. Uh, that's probably not. Uh, we joke about that both because well, he's. I know like, you're looking good today. Me, yeah, look, I'm looking yeah. pink. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with that? And I was walking. I went for a nice. I went for my daily exercise, and I went for really. I walked for about two hours, uh, walking one. I, did, I tried to get my over ten thousand steps in, but I just walked uh-huh. straight line and back. So the sun was quite catch the sun. So just to kind of did you walk to the did you walk to the sun? <laughs> Probably. I'm a little bit pink, but hey, it's not too bad. Taking, taking advantage of uh, what what sun we have over here, basically. I even wear a hat on my ball here, baby. Yeah, I need to. I should have taken a hat, but I mean, it's nice to get a bit of color. But usually, because I say we're usually sheet white over yeah. here so take, <laughs> literally it takes us a while to kind of have some sort of uh yeah anyway <laughs> some sort of a skin tone 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, meanwhile, let's say uh, we're going to play one. I saw an artist, so as I just spoke to you about earlier, Benita Charles, uh, one of her songs is We Can Make a Difference, and it's a really good song. But uh, I think in this time, we need to, we are making a difference to people's lives by staying home, and it is frustrating and very difficult, especially when it comes to the economy and work, and not either some not having work and some not being able to do or maybe getting paid, but just can't be. Um, you're not because the place is closed, so they're still getting paid. So there's a mixture of scenarios out there. So we just want to we're going to play this. I think we believe that we can make a difference in this. Things are going to the new normal is not going to be what it was, and I think for at least for the next year or so, depending on what happens uh, with this, the pandemic and the virus and how they find a cure, it is going to be strange and it's going to be new new times. So hopefully there will be some sort of normal but in, in a way that we used to have going forward but as I say we need to make a difference as I say there's people who are dying in more populated areas where the virus is stronger than others so we, we'll play Benita Charles we can make a difference we'll be back after this
welcome back to part two uh, to my guest Paul Posey all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we've just been talking about a brief catch up from what he was doing in the previous podcast we interviewed. Um, and he basically he wrote about his 13th book. Uh, and we also talked about the, his photography business. Uh, but he, is, he did start something else. Now, he, th- he was had his own sort of show like this. Um, a podcast show, uh, and it started up. So we're going to talk about that and what it was called. So tell us about the, the show and how did that sort of idea come about as well? Um, you know, once you start writing books, you it becomes uh, tenacious to get your word out, especially when it's based on selflessness. It's not about me. It's about everybody else. It's about family and family unity. And I had a desire to do my own show. And I had a show called Negative to Positive Show on Status Network. And I ran it for like six months. And um, I we talked. Uh, dads and Daughters was one of my shows. And Dads Without Dads. And I had some young dads on the show. I was very focused on what I, uh, what I wanted to share. And uh, so, I, but I was paying for that. So I was paying. It was costing me like three sixty a, a month to do the shows. And I decided, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and come home and get myself ready to do my own show from my own home. So you could tell. So I have some equipment now, different than what we used last time. And so I'm moving towards that. As a matter of fact, downstairs. I just got a new logo uh, author, uh, Paul Posey author. You see my new logo on my page? I don't uh, yet, though. We can see yeah, that. It just came in. It's a backdrop downstairs. So I will be doing uh, interviews here at my home, which will put me back on the map as, um, as a force to be reckoned with in the uh, solutions to having better family unity. That's good. Uh, so negative to positive, uh, obviously, give us a... Tell us an example of some of the, the people you spoke to, <clears throat> excuse me, people you spoke to, and uh, just kind of the topic. Well, obviously, you, you touched on the topics, but tell us, yeah. uh, just explain a little bit more about them. Uh, one of the things I thought was uh, very important was to talk about having that conversation with your family when you feel that one of your family members is a part of your dysfunction. You know, it's called have that, having that conversation, having that talk. Because sometimes we don't want to get down to the bottom of things, but that's what's really eating at us. And we sometimes we have to have that talk with our family member. And sometimes it's a mother or a father who uh, feels short uh, in their role uh, to being the best parent they can be with you. And they don't want to revisit their shame and their pain, but it's not for uh, the answerer. It's for the asker. The purpose, children ask questions because they want to grow. And a part of you is a part of their growth. So they need to know why. They need to know a lot of whys. And so a lot of people won't ask and they'll try to move over, move on in their future, which rolls right into 75% man. And you, you will start living your life with that, that elephant in the room that has not been addressed. And it makes you not the greatest person you could possibly be. So if you look back in family dysfunction, it's, it's generational. And we are the generation that can see that there is a problem from the past that, that, that lives in our future, and we should be able to um, address it. And that's the talk. That was one of them. Anything else you want to expand on? Yes. Uh, dads without dads. 
That was another episode. Great episode. I had my friend Mario Peters on the show. Uh, he grew up with his dad, and I grew up without a dad. And when it comes down to raising children, you have to start from zero if you don't have a dad. You know, if you had a dad, you could say, this is what my dad did. Either I'm going to do better than what he did, or I'm going to do change some things that he did. When you grow up without a dad, you're, you, everything's on you to create the fatherhood that your children are going to be a part of. And if you're slow to learn that, you may not get to the point where you could be a good dad and then they're adults and then you kind of miss the window. But don't be afraid to go and try to change it, even though that they're adults, because they still need you to tell your story, to listen to them and listen to their pains so they can be better people. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. We're going to touch on, uh, we're kind of firing through stuff, but uh, is there anything on the things you've talked about so far um, <clears throat> you wanted to elaborate on or you want to go into more detail, especially more, I mean, you've touched on your photography, you, you did your show, uh, your book, uh, anything else? Because you're kind of firing through this quickly. I'm sure you, you, you're, you're a creative man. I'm sure you've done so much. You, you, don't, you don't sit still too long. Let's be philosophical then. Let's be philosophical. Okay. Somebody asked me, um, um, how do I do it? How do I live this life? How do I deal with my past, how I deal with PTSD, how I deal with all this, and how I'm dealing with this time right now, right? So we will talk about that later. That's oh, you want to hold on to pen in there later? Gonna, that's going to be later. That's the, the mental okay. health part. Because that's right, it, right. Right now, especially at this time, we'll talk about that later. But you can, anything else? Okay, you want to you know uh, I can fly a drone now. That's I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes. I, I, learned, I, I, I watched videos. I love YouTube. I love YouTube. And if you want to see what I do, check out my YouTube channel, Paul Posey, uh, because I've watched so many people on YouTube. I became a YouTuber because I have something to share. And so I, I watch as a photographer. I thought the next level would be is to be a, uh, a drone pilot. And so I purchased a drone. And I watched video after video after video after video. And I started creating my own videos of being a drone pilot. And I love flying drones. And I'm studying during this period now to get my certification so I can work with some real estate companies and some movie companies to fly drones for them. Right. Fantastic. Adding things to you. This is your, your resume of life. So when I lay down in the ground, and they give my eulogy, it's going to be a long one. He did this and this and this and this. And then when he reached 80, he did this and this and this and this. That's the plan. That is the plan. It's to, it's to never stop uh, growing into in who I am because I'm shocked myself. I'll see something. I'm like, I want to do it. So recently, I mean, like within the last week and a half, I purchased a gimbal. And I'm going to start doing video uh, with the uh, my 5D Mark III on a gimbal, just like the pros do. I've been watching enough uh, information on YouTube to enhance my video uh, abilities. So just, just another, another angle. Something I need to invest in is a gimbal as well, yes, because when I go live, I tend to... I'm like all over the place because I don't have a gimbal, but uh, something that'd be good to use going forward for stable, stable, for, yeah, investing. 
which should be a good thing, uh, especially because the good thing about gimbal, you can stand there and it's not going to wobble around uh, like, and you can probably do a nice clear broadcast depending yep. on where you are, etc. Which is good. That's good handy tool. Very handy tool. So what we're going to do is we're going to we'll come back. We'll play one of our second songs, Roland Corrigan, an artist, and he's got some new music coming out soon, if not already out. Uh, but we're going to play Hot Summer Cool since it is the weather is improving uh, and in some places it's hotter than others uh, over here it's not quite amazingly hot but it's enough to get me sunburned um, but uh, in other places in America it is very hot and I'm kind of I'm going to say everybody's jealous for very hot but then again uh, when, it's, when it's hitting 90s uh, it kind of looks a bit hmm, maybe not uh, so it's a bit too 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 hot but uh, it's nice to see the weather is improving in some places but as I say so is the environment due to being nobody's around but uh, but anyway we'll play Hot Summer Cool with Roland Corrigan a great song to spice up uh, your lockdown if you're listening to this um, on the replay uh, for the audio purpose we are my guest is Paul Posey from Atlanta Georgia this is a catch up interview uh, from uh, just over a year ago when I first interviewed him and we're yeah so we're just catching up and shooting the breeze, which is good, and it's good to relax. So we're back after Roland Corrigan's Hot Summer Cool. party having fun we don't care about anyone you walk up to the big bonfire oh in a second i just sober freezing cold smooth as ice i don't know Sunglasses on you, girl, and wrap my sweater around you, too. Freezing cold, smooth as ice. I don't know if I can move my mouth. Take my hand, hold it tight. We could both be hearts of the Freezing cold, 
welcome back to part three or four, whatever we're at. We've lost track. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk three. Oh, yes, he's been counting. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we're going to talk, I think a topic that has come up uh, while people have been on lockdown is about mental health. Is, um, it's been talked about a lot, but I think mental health in this day and age, people have, uh, especially being you're having to stay at home. You can't really do what you want. How, for somebody who's suffered from mental health and PTSD, how are you coping? Because you literally can't do anything work-wise because from the photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how does somebody who's been through from the last time we spoke to coping with it now with having to physically have to stay at home? You can, you can go for maybe a walk somewhere, but that's a tip. But how are you coping with it? Um. So I did buy a bike, and uh, that is. Fine distancing because unless they're running chasing me, they won't catch me. So I ride my bike. Because, uh, uh, you know, you, you get on your bike. You, I live outside of Atlanta. I don't live directly in Atlanta. I live near a rural area. So you could just get on your bike and you could just ride away from people. That's a blessing. But to be at home, I've already been here. I've already put myself in position I can function at home without being around other people because I don't work a regular job. Uh, when I did go out, it was on, for a purpose to go work someplace and then come back home. So that work I just do now is I practice, you know, I haven't given up shooting photography because I'm, you know, I can't go places. So I'll do something here and then I'll learn something new, you know, but for those who are suffering from mental health, you know, it, I hate to say it, it's going to be tough now to try to get the help you need, but they are actually doing some online things. And if you will contact uh, a mental health uh, department near you, they will contact you, connect you with people who are doing online therapy. And you can do that. But for me, I had already started my therapy back in 2016. I still um, utilize my therapist, as a matter of fact, when I had my show, she was against my show. Uh, she has reached out to me to make sure I'm all right. Uh, so and, and I have a different circle now, too. I have a circle of people who care and who understand that I may have some issues and they do check on me. And I do the same thing for other veterans. So it's, it's, it's a part of give and take and knowing that I'm not an island, you know, just because I can function by myself in my home. I'm not an island trying to do it without other people. So uh, I tap, I reach out to people. One of my new things for 2020 is to call people when I think about them. Right. And then, you know, I tell my friends, if you think about me, call me. And that way it goes back and forth that when people, you know, you're communicating and you're not becoming uh, a hermit like I was in 2014. So, Everything that I thought I wanted to do uh, as far as connecting with people, practicing it, it is paying off now because we're actually doing it. We're staying connected and not leaving someone behind and and never, never be an island. I lost a friend uh, about four months ago, about three months ago. He committed suicide. He was in the Marines with me. And uh, it makes, makes me wonder... Who was he talking to and who was calling to check on him? You know, even even though we seem strong, we're stronger with other people. We're not stronger by ourselves. So 
if you have somebody who has some mental health issues, uh, try to get them some help. Contact your uh, mental health department in your city, state, or region and see if they have some type of um, mental health program that's online to help you cope. And if you have if you have medications, make sure you stock up on your medications. Don't stop your medications. If you've been prescribed them, please utilize them, especially for this time right now, because you don't have other coping skills. And alcohol and other drugs are not a coping skill, because the problems still be there when you come down. Yeah. So what else do you want to talk about uh, regarding mental health? I mean, what would you, if you were somebody who was watching this right now, it may not be physically in America, but it might be somewhere else. They want to reach out to you and talk about stuff, especially with what you've written about in your books in the past. Yes. Uh, what would you try to say, I mean, how would you tend to deal with that if somebody was to phone you up from a different country or contact you and say, listen, I need some help. Can we have a chat? Well, I, I learned that uh, some of us, are, are, are our purpose is for other people. So if somebody were to contact me and wanted to talk about this, I would be more than happy to talk to them. Because, you know, I believe the universe brings us what, a, what we need. And somebody being on a podcast and you see them and it just touches you that, you know, they've gone through the same thing you've gone through. And if you feel the need, you need to contact me, then go ahead and contact me. Cool. Uh, go through Facebook is the best way to contact me. All the other forms is not as uh, easy to access me. Is it much easier to access me through Facebook? Okay, uh, we're going to have all these links in the show notes uh, from the people we had the Paul, just where people can contact them and doing stuff. But uh, I just want to say that uh, Ramsey Unleashed will be doing uh, going on to a new platform soon. We're going to be in Double Mint Radio. We're in a, in a partnership with uh, three, four other people uh, aiming to launch, bring an inspirational radio station to the airwaves, internet based through based through Canada, uh, USA, and UK, but obviously connecting people which uh, product your show to listeners in Scotland, UK that you may not have your product over here, and vice versa. Any day we're looking to promote, uh, we're going to be starting this soon. Uh, we're just in the process of setting up and we're putting up teaser costs uh, out and about. The website will be launched soon. But as I say, we've got a uh, great supporter, uh, people for our show. Um, it's good to catch up with Paul. It has been a very quick chat, but I'm sure he's always, I'm sure he's got more to say because this guy's always got stuff. He's always doing stuff. <laughs> never done a moment in this guy's life. He's never stopped. He's, um, what other stories can you tell us? Because you seem to fire through stuff. Uh, quite quickly. So, okay. so somebody asked me how how do I manage manage my day? Okay. And how do I get to where I'm at? You know, you have to treat your head like it's a computer. Okay. And in and do you ever check your 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 memory and see how much is space you have on your computer when you go into your and to your computer, you'll say it has a red line. That means it's maxed out. When you see that red line, you've put so many programs and so much material in your computer that you're going to have to data dump some of that. So you have to go through all those things that's in your computer to see what has value and what does not have value. And if it does not have value, you have to address it and you have to let it go. So once you do that, and you create some space in your head just like that. Yeah then you got room to add new things, add new friends, add new skills, just just space. 
And then if you manage your time right, you can put great things in that space. And that's what I've done. I looked at my brain kind of like that. It's just that I had so much stuff that was stuffed in my head that had not been addressed to just keep adding on that and on that and on. Before I knew it, my head was full. I was irritated. Uh, uh, I had anxiety, suffered from depression, had road rage. Uh, No one wanted to deal with me. And I just had too much stuff in there. And that's how I live today. I look at what's, what has value and does not have value. I don't want to argue. I don't want to sit in these long-term disagreements with people. We'll discuss a topic. And if it's we can agree on it, we can agree on it. If we can't, we can't. Just leave it alone. Because there's nothing more important than your personal self-care and mental health. And that's how I look at it. So when I encounter people, I, I say, do I, is this something I can keep and use? If not, I can throw it away. And I'm constantly evaluating what's being taken into me. That's why I don't watch TV. Uh, I constantly, you know, when we watch uh, that guy, um, the president, <laughs> I can only think so much of that because uh, it's not feeding me. It's taking away from my true understanding of what conscious people do in crisis. So okay. I'm not, I do not partake into anything that he has to say because I find it all pretty much negative. And just like my name, you know, uh, on my logo, it's a uh, negative to positive. And uh, I no longer want to keep going from negative to positive each time, each part of my life. What I want to do is start from an understanding and build on that and just go positive. But, you know, as I say, as we're born of a negative, and it's our job to find the positives in life before we're too old to enjoy it. Yeah. So I'm 53 now. 53. And I, yeah, wow. 53, right? Change happened. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> time has been, I mean, I, some, I don't know what day it is. I mean, no. that's how bad it is. <laughs> you know, I'm people, right. I'm so, I'm so uh, used to being at home. And I'm so happy at home. Mm-hmm. I'm outside at home and I'm not hiding at home, but I'm so happy at home and I'm doing great things that I don't know what day it is because I don't have to go out. So that's a good thing, you know, because, you know, I think we spoke on what day we speak on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually yeah, Friday. Friday yeah, yeah. You know what? It seemed I thought it was just yesterday. Uh, it is it's scary. I, I think the weeks are starting to get a little bit quicker because at the beginning it was of this lockdown, it was a drag. It was just yeah. kind of crumbs. What the what's going on? It was, but I think it's starting to get a little bit quicker. I think due to you're starting to see the positivity in the news, that things are starting to look a bit better. I think it psychology starts to feel a bit. Things are starting to speed up a bit because you know that things are going to be eventually get open soon, which is a good thing. So it's going to make people a little bit busier and the streets are going to get busier. So hopefully it'll, the weeks will pass a bit quicker and you won't feel, you'll be thinking lockdown, what lockdown, because you're back to being a busy, a busy schedule to an extent. You said something earlier about it's going to be different. I, I don't, I don't understand what that means. Can you elaborate on that? When you say it's going to be different once? Well, I think it, may, it all depends on how, well, different. It might be, I think it depends on some, um, I mean, say different. It might. I think it's just depending on the how they cope with obviously regarding the distancing and things and how strict the when they will how strict it will be. 
because at the end of the day, you want a second wave, and you don't want a second wave which uh, will put us all back into square one again to lockdown. So I think at the end of the day, is, um, it might be different for a lot of things, especially for, but I think it's going to be different for a lot of businesses who, I think regarding travel purposes, obviously if you can't do international travel and some businesses rely on products, international travel due to their business for people to buy, especially if it's an airplane, an airplane business, for example, or avionics, they rely on uh, like if it's small aircrafts or something, they rely on parts being made for crafts mm-hmm. a lot, and they're not bringing in the sales because they're not, nobody's flying at the moment. So that could be, different efforts so i think i think there will be a lot of businesses that might you know, it'll get the government help but there might be a lot of businesses that go bust due to the fact that they just haven't had they, they can't do either way they can't sustain themselves you know what else i've seen i think uh people will be more personal health conscious on the intakes of uh, items in their bodies food uh, I'm seeing a lot of people doing a lot more vitamins and things like that. Hopefully that will catch hold. You know, when I went out to purchase my bike, there was only three bikes left. Wow, so I man. hope they're actually riding those bikes. I mean, three bikes left. I had to go to two different stores. And yeah. the first store had no bikes. The second store had three bikes left. And I just grabbed the bike and I was like, I'm, you're going home with me, buddy. <laughs> uh, but uh, I see where people uh, hopefully will take this time to build on their personal health because for for a lot of us, we might have come in contact with it, but if we're healthy enough, it's a non-factor. You know, it, it won't, it, you might get it, but you won't be so severe like some of the people who have hypertension, diabetes, high blood pressure. Uh, the immune system has been, uh, put them uh, in jeopardy. But for those who haven't, they don't really understand how bad it could be, but they're blessed. So we should keep up the good work of changing our diets and taking vitamins and things like that and modify the foods that we eat. So that's going to affect things we're not going to eat anymore. Mm-hmm. Those companies there. I suppose the question is whether we'll, will we continue to keep doing it when we get back to some sort of busy schedule or semi-normal schedule? Because that's the tricky thing is you may be doing it now. But will you keep doing it afterwards or go back to old habits, old habits die hard? Man, I want some wings. (laughs) 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 I haven't had any wings the whole time. I haven't had any wings the whole time. So, yeah. I think a lot of things, I mean, I think my main is I used to, uh, Kenny always went to, uh, after a busy week, my friend to uh, just typical Sunday night. Go and catch a movie, uh, just chill, talk about this fantasy football, which would be soccer if you're in America, and just to uh, discuss tactics and all that, what's been going on. It would uh, just be a general chilled out Sunday just before you went back to the busy week on Monday. Mm-hmm. So it was quite nice. It was a nice thing. But now we, we, we don't know when the gyms are going to be open. We don't know when the cinemas are going to reopen. And certain things are entertainment-wise. So you may open shops, but it's, it's the, that's where you can go. You can walk in a shop for two minutes and you walk back out because you don't need anything. But it's when will the entertainment side of things open up for certainly clubs, pubs, for people who go to uh, out at night for a drink or whatever? That's when are they going to open? That's the big question because that's uh, for socializing. That's a big help for mental health as well if you're totally a distraction, you know? Actually, no. Most people with uh, who have deep issues with mental health, 
they don't go hang out. <laughs> don't okay. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. That's something I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, so we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I mean, we have, people who suffer from anxiety tend to yeah. stay away from large crowds anyway. I don't know why they haven't said that in the news, but most right. of them don't. You know, right, okay. I, I'm very limited. I have to know uh, where I'm going, how long I'm going to be there. And you can best believe when I know it's time to go, you know, I know this event's going to be over. I'm already packing to leave. So I know my limits and I know my triggers. Right. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So well, since you touched on your triggers, what are your triggers? Just to, for people who are watching, and what, uh, trigger, what triggers you to, to do? You like all a, a like guys wear hair on the side of their head. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, what you saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, when they just won't cut that off the side. Uh, uh, mine, mine is based on uh, injustice. Right. Uh, okay. Injustice. When I see unjust things, it just sends me to um, another place and attacks on attacks on my personal integrity. Because I don't want to talk about what happened to me, but I'll say that as a result of what happened to me, uh, when I see unjust acts, uh, I cannot process it a way to say either it's not my problem or somebody's coming to take care of it. It's it's a problem right there. Uh, large crowds are a trigger because you don't know how how much danger is in that crowd. Um, and sleep, disturbed sleep, uh, because it's so rare to get a good night's sleep that uh, when you interrupt that, we, we have a problem. We have a problem. Okay. Let's uh, talk about, I mean, looking at what this year has happened at the moment and what's happening, you probably had plans when you, I mean, everybody makes sort of plans. What, what do you want to do this year when it's when it hits New Year? When what are your goals for what do you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. What did you want to achieve in 2020? But obviously now things have probably got on hold for the moment in a certain extent. Are you going to just look at are you sort of planning for 2021 now to, to try and achieve what you would wanted to achieve in this year? No, it's still on goal. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm in my fourth year of my five year plan. All right. right. Okay. My fourth right. year of my five year plan. I'm in my uh, for my uh, books and speaking. I'm in my fourth year, and uh, I'm in my third year for my photography. So this time out right now does not uh, impede on mm-hmm. uh, my plan. You know, it's truly you have to listen to people when they tell you to have a plan. And they say they have a five-year plan, and you meet them two years later, and they still have a five-year plan. They don't have a five-year plan, no, because they should have. It should be down to three years now, and then it's down to one. But no, I've been very uh, methodical on my planning of my my success. Now I've already reached my personal success, and that's the relationship between me and my kids, and the reciprocation of love from them. That was my main goal was to make sure that my family uh, was being whole and loving each other and communicating as best we can. You know, not everybody's going to try to turn it around, but I wanted to be able to be a part of that, which the love that I made, and that's my kids. Now, professionally, the plan is working just the way it is. Um, how, how could this affect me if it went through all the way through 2020? Um, you just won't get any customers, but it won't stop me from learning and growing. 
uh, because I'm addicted to it now. I'm addicted to the growth. I'm addicted to peace, you know. So just find another way. Sometimes you got to be like water. You know, mm-hmm. you put a rock, a rock in front of water. It'll try to go around to the side. It'll go over or under. It'll do what it can. You have to move like water. So if your plans, uh, for those people who have plans and it's been interrupted by this, find a new plan. See, your, your ability to make plans is what really matters. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always make a new plan, you know, and then that'll allow you to see your way through this time of this pandemic is to create something else. Because a lot of people are starting to move online and function online. So taking this opportunity to build and get behind yourself. Here's one thing. Okay. If if you're no longer working, there's something you've been sitting on for a long time and you have not pretty much moved on it. And that's your passion. You know, you might be a doctor, but your passion might be an ant farm. You might be a steel worker, but your passion might be painting. I'm serious. This is the time to get and do something. Yeah, and from whatever it takes, because you thought about it for a long time. You just didn't have the time to do it. So now you got some time to look into it. Uh, where are you going to find them ants at? You know, I know if you <laughs> you go out in the yard barefooted, you can find some ants. Now, whether you can get them into a farm or not, that's up between you, you and the ants. But your, the idea is that you can do something now that you haven't done before because you get some time. Don't waste this time. Exactly. So uh, we'll kind of wrap up, I think. So what we'll do is uh, we'll get Paul to say the last message. He sort of said a, brief, a good example there. So um, tell folk where they can connect with you again. And, and if you want to see a closing message for anybody, uh, please do. Absolutely. Uh, you can find me on YouTube now. I'm starting to move on YouTube to do more videos because I was camera shy, believe it or not. And uh, I'm doing YouTube. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Paul Posey on Facebook. And for those ladies who are out there dating, I just started a new group. It's the Dating Advice for the Grown Woman. Look that up on Facebook. We're having great conversations about relationships and how to prepare yourself before you say, I'm committed to somebody. This is the most powerful thing you can do for yourself. I'm also, uh, I have a, a section on Facebook for my photography, N2P Photography, N2P Photography on Facebook. You can see some of my work. And that's about it. There we go. We will have all the links to where you can connect with Paul, his websites, etc. Absolutely. Uh, on, on the show notes of the podcast, we are having using StreamYard, uh, which is used by StreamYard. The audio, because the audio corpus is fantastic. We it's uh, good to use and it's quite clear and stable. It's a very nice platform to use and to do uh, an interview. Uh, we are connected to Facebook and Periscope. And if you've been watching, you watch the replay. Uh, I want to say thank you. But it's also good to uh, like, like as the Ramsey Unleashed Going Beyond Borders is is interviewing mixed bag of people from uh, authors, artists. Uh, different backgrounds and that's what we like to do in days to support people and to bring uh, a different some just real life stories to the world basically and that's what we're about so that's what they aim, uh, aim to do so uh, but it's been great to have Paul back thank you it's good and, to be here uh, and we look forward to the tail end of his five year plan and what happens once it kicks off again uh, after COVID-19 so once that's finished I think that's the plan his next he's six years to make sure COVID-19 disappears that's his plan so but no we look forward to more books we look forward to 
He's starting his new show from home, uh, which will be great fun. And uh, it's going to be onwards and upwards, and it's great to see him developing and where he's come from uh, in the space of just over a year since I last interviewed. Uh, and it's, yeah, sometimes you've got to step away from what you were used to. How I met Paul, he <laughs> stepped away from that, how I met him through uh, a group, and he's just risen. And sometimes you have to step away from something to go, go on your own, but to climb the ladder faster because you feel some things, things are holding you back. So uh, that's obviously, uh, I did learn that about him. So he's certainly grown uh, in many, many things and we look forward to the future, what is going to be growing soon. So, and, but yeah, so thank you. Thanks again for coming back on and uh, it's been good fun. So to everyone who's watching, uh, <laughs> where you can, we will catch up with you in the next podcast and we'll speak to you soon to wherever you are. Take it easy and goodbye. Bye-bye.